Good morning and grand rising. We are here with another spectacular episode of the Who Do and Chill podcast. I will be your host, your narrator and storyteller for this morning. Formerly known as Sir Bayo, after this weekend, I have transitioned into my new role in our family, and I accept it humbly as Papa Sir. Grand rising, everybody. My heart goes out to all of our newly initiated members into our Hoodoo, Conjure, and Rootwork family who took the time to study with us throughout the year, the dedication to come with us to the water over last weekend. We spent an amazing time uh, fellowshipping with one another in festival and ritual, and our initiation ceremony was beautiful to say the least. So for those of you who plan on joining us and being a part of that gathering, if you yourself are looking for a spiritual home, community, or family, I implore you to join us, listen to us, fellowship with us, and pay attention to the website, hoodooconjurootwork.com, because we will be posting the information for our Who Do You Want to Be annual retreat for 2023. Now, my people, I am here today with what I feel like is going to be a jam-packed message directly from spirit. I've been sitting on this message since the weekend. I gave a lecture while we were at the Who Do You Want to Be retreat. And I talked a lot about the evolution of our relationships going from relationships with spirit to companionship and you know as i was giving that message to the people at the retreat i said i have to give this or reiterate this message to our listeners and to our followers because you all are just as important as those that came on the retreat even if you do not have the aptitude to fellowship with us in the in person we still care about you and still want the best for you in your spiritual journey so this message came to me one morning as i was in meditation you know just listening to one of my philosophers and i was listening to a manly p hall lecture and he said something very, 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 very important that resonated with my soul. He was lecturing on the seven sacraments. And maybe we'll talk about that later at a different show, what the seven sacraments are. But he said something that was that really stuck out to me. He said, companionship with spirit equals integrity. And I meditated on that for almost a week and a half because I was listening to this back in September. And I thought on the difference between the relationships I have with some people, because I have many, not many friends, but relationships, I have many. And then I thought about people in my life who I actually would consider a companion. Now stick with me because I'm gonna go somewhere with this and I really want to enlighten your mind by the end of this show. I thought about us as spiritists and the importance of how these relationships have to evolve 
into companionships as it relates to our ancestors, as it relates to our spirit guides, as it relates to our deities. This message was also inspired because I'm noticing right now in this moment in the spiritual community and specifically in my community right now. Why is it that around this time, October, November, December, January, people seem to fall in love with deities? All of a sudden, everyone has about seven or eight different orishas or loa or spirit gods petitioning you. And every other day, you're getting a message from so-and-so. You felt a connection to so-and-so. You were led to do this and you were led to do that. And, and I had to almost chuckle at this. And I said, well, you know, it is the holidays and a lot of people want and they need stuff around this time. So a lot of us tend to build these temporary relationships with spirit, with deities around this time. I woke up this morning and one of my other spirit te spiritual teachers was talking about temporary faith. I dropped to my knees and I almost laughed because I said, Spirit, you are beating me in the chest to deliver this message in this lecture today. And today is the day I have to do it. And she spoke highly of how a lot of us are only forming this temporary bond, temporary faith. So many of us are implored right now to form all of these relationships or connections with all of these outside forces, yet you don't even realize that relationships as it relates to a spiritist and even in your own personal life, they come with their own limitations and they're not all always good or positive. Think about some of the own relationships that you've been in. The Hoodoo and Chill Podcast will return after this short ad break. Hey friends, it's Papa Seer. I hope you're enjoying the show. I just wanted to take this moment to invite each and every last one of you to join us for class in 2023. I have composed a 10-month course for new, beginning, and already experienced practitioners who want to enhance their craft and knowledge as it relates to hoodoo, conjure, root work, and spirituality. Join us. Classes start January the 5th and will continue every first and last Thursday from January into October. All of the information on how to register is on our website, hoodooconjurerootwork.com. I look forward to seeing you there. I look forward to growing with you and watching you become the best practitioner that you can be. So again, that's hoodooconjurerootwork.com or you can use the link in the description to register for our 2023 HCR Gold Academy. You've been in relationships where someone lied to you. You've been in relationships where someone did not give you all of themselves. You've been the person in a relationship where you did not give all of yourself. So when we put this task on ourselves, and I see a lot of you doing it right now in this specific moment, 
I don't know if it's because you need money for the holidays. You need a little extra something because your school shopping just wore you out. But I am seeing right now every a lot of people creating in what I think are a lot of temporary bonds. Oh, I'm not done. That was just my intro. Let's talk about the difference between what is a relationship and what is a companionship. And maybe you'll feel me just a little bit more. Let's go to the dictionary. What is relationship defined as? The way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected or of the state of being connected. Now, what does the dictionary say about companionship? A person who is frequently in the company of an associate or accompanies another. A person employed to accompany, assist, live with another in the capacity of a helpful friend. And my favorite definition, a person with whom one spends a lot of time or with whom one travels. Now, I want you to meditate on that last definition, as simplistic as it is when we translate that into the realm of spirituality. That is exactly what you want to have with your deities, with your ancestors, with your loa, ultimately with God. The key word to that was time. Time is one of the most sacred, valuable offerings that you ever could give up. Time cannot be duplicated. And then there's some of you saying to me, Sarah, I spend time with my ancestors. I'm tired of you talking to me about time. And then I'm going to say to you, well, what type of time are you spending with your ancestors? And I didn't even say how much. I said, what type of time? You see, most of us have built these relationships where the type of time that you're spending with your spirit guides ultimately is time out of ego. You're spending time petitioning for things that you want. You're spending time praying for things that you feel like you need. You are spending time doing work to fix a situation. Or for some of my professionals, the only time that you spend with spirit is when you are being paid for it. Let's talk about that too, because we are not perfect as well. Are you spending time with your, with your guides in rejoicing? When was the last time that you had a small feast for them? When was the last time that you walked in the energy of festival with your guides? And I talked about this at the retreat about we do not celebrate enough. We, we've almost eradicated the element of celebratory rites as it relates to spirituality. It's a trauma bonding zone. It's a space of, I'm here because something's wrong. Let me be here because I need you to fix it, fix it, fix it, fix it, fix it. You've turned your ancestors into spiritual maintenance men and women and in between and whatever. When was the last time that you took with your ancestors in a moment of rejoice? 
When did last, when was the last time you baked them a cake out of love? Not because you needed anything. When was the last time that you spent with them because something right happened in your life? When you got a deposit or a blessing and, you, and instead of you rushing to spend the time spending, how much time did you spend in prayer, fasting, and daily devotion, rejoicing at the blessing that you just received? A lot of us have not built integrity in these relationships that we think or that we're seeming to form. Back to what Manly P. Hall said about companionship building integrity, right? What does integrity look like at your altar or in your spiritual life? Integrity is you being who you say you are. And also the guides, the deities that you're working with, you are sure they are who they say they are. You see, a lot of you have these relationships with spirits that are under disguise as something or someone else. A lot of you have these very, very, very one-tracked relationships with these spirit guys that you claim that you're working with and they're constantly giving and they may be giving you something. I'm not saying that it doesn't work. They may be filling your life up and blessing you and doing all of these things immensely. But I say to you as well, a relationship with that, like that, and it, and it lacks companionship, you are more than dealing with a trickster spirit. L.W. DeLawrence speaks on this. And he says that spirits that dispose individual things or earthly things or propose riches or personal gain, marriage, discounting this to men as individuals, Spirits giving great names, professing to be this or that, or some great person long since dead, all such are deceivers. All such spirits are deceivers. Meaning that when you are forming these temporary relationships with these guys or these deities or whatever it is that you're working with, there's no companionship there. It's just a relationship of give, 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 take, 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 take. And it doesn't extend anything beyond that. Nine times out of 10, who that spirit said they are, they aren't. And they're waiting for you at the right moment to destroy you. And I said what I said. You think about your companions. Think about some of your best friends that's been around for you. Your relationship is not give and take. They're there for you in the good times, the bad times, when you have it, when you don't. They're there for you whether you called on them or whether you didn't. They've journeyed with you throughout life. They didn't just show up in the moment when you needed something and just gave it to you. They've been there with you when you were beating your fist on the pavement with nothing. And the sad part about it is, and I'm seeing this in the spiritual community, that many of you are being right now deceived by tricks the spirits disguising themselves as this deity, as that, even some as your ancestors, giving you this blessings, taken away from your soul because your ego is still strong. You still don't want to spend time out of love or authenticity. You've never cried at that altar from a place of trueness and realness. The only thing you know is I'm a give and you give back. And that will work for a while. 
and you'll get and you'll gain and you'll receive. And right when you are at your pinnacle of whatever success that you've been petitioning for, this relationship that you think that you formed that, that lacks any true companionship, you will notice when that spirit is done with you, when they have no more use for you, when you fulfill their purposes and they're done using you as their vessel for whatever works that you are out here doing, all of which you have will slowly be stripped away. You'll be left with nothing. You'll call out to that spirit. They won't hear you. They will not answer your request. Your time and your blessings, they're done. There was never any real companionship here. There was never any real authenticity here. You were here for what you wanted. You unloaded your, 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 your BS. You unloaded your trauma. You gave that spirit what they wanted. They used you. Now we're done. The Hoodoo and Chill podcast will return after this short ad break. Hey, are you enjoying the show? If so, don't forget to follow Hoodoo and Chill on Apple and Spotify and leave us a five-star rating. Tell us what you love about the show in the reviews. We love to hear from you. To keep this free content on air, please support the show by sending a donation of love using one of the donation links in the descriptions. Donations keep our podcasts alive and also give us the ability to enhance our content. We graciously thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. I don't want relationships like that. I don't even want people in my life like that unless it's a business transaction. And if that's the type of spiritist that you are, that your work and your spiritual walk and your path is going to consist of a bunch of business transactions with spirit, with God, God forbid your ancestors. Oh my gosh. I, that is the worst thing to do is, is to make your ancestral relationships and companionships into business transactions. I don't want that in my spiritual life. I want companions. Why do I want a companion? Because you're walking with me. Whether I'm walking in the spirit of prosperity or whether things may not necessarily be going right for me, you're there. When I'm in a blessed situation or even a dangerous one, you're there. When I cry, you're there. When I rejoice, you're there. When I go to work, you're there. When I wake up, you are standing over me, making sure that I am protected even during my sleep from any type of attacks that may affect me. You are there. When you come into my home, I don't wanna be used by a spirit masquerading as this beautiful relationship because you're giving me material things. And if any of you right now find yourself in a, in a, in a, in a relationship with a God or so-called spirit only blessing you materially, they are going to take from you. Material things can be destroyed, lost, burned, forgotten. But when you are blessed beyond your soul, life-changing things happen for you. When your gods love you so much that they will bless you and correct you. And even in that correction, you can still feel the energy of a blessing. That's companionship. All of us have had 
to have a difficult conversation with a friend or a loved one. All of us have had to check someone in a space where we love them. And if you truly love them, you check them, but there was still that air and that space of tenderness, of love, of care and concern. I've heard so many stories of people just talking about some of the most traumatic things happening to them. You didn't learn anything. There was no blessing through the chaos and yet you're blaming this on your ancestors talking about, oh, well, my grandmama let this happen to me because I won't listen. No, 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 no. Don't you dare. Don't you dare blame your chaos on your grandmother who loves you and cares about you and only wants the best for you. You see, because when the ancestors or your gods have to check you, it's not like that. They're not going to destroy your life and not build you back up. The ancestors might allow something to happen to get your attention, but they're still there in that moment to make sure things don't go all the way over boy yeah this happened but you know what i'm still right here to bring you back on in i'm gonna let them slap you upside your head but i'm not gonna let you fall i just want your attention but those trickster spirits that you have relationships with or you think that you do anyway they'll let your house blow up they don't care they, just like they found you or you found them, there is somebody else out here willing to give and receive, and that's it. There's somebody else there out there willing to just run to the altar, lay a couple of things down, gimme, 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 I got it, goodbye, see you later. It's always somebody out there looking for that. I'm talking to one of you right now. I'm trying to help you. But I know I'm talking to some of you right now. Your relationship looks like that. You think all to work is, let me buy a bunch of stuff, put it here. Give me, give me, give me. I got it. That's it. No companionship. None of that. How do we evolve to companionship from a relationship? The most simplest, I always say is time. But not how much, but how you are spending your time with your ancestors, your deities, and your gods. But let's take this a step further because I'm tired of preaching about that, right? Let's talk about time for spiritual vetting. Time for allowing the process to unfold. Time to allow a relationship to be built before a companionship can be evolved into, right? Because what I notice is that you will go outside because you had a bad day. You walked outside. The sun was shining a specific way. And you saw a bee float across the grass. Oh, my God. Oshun is here to take care of me and everything is going to be all right. Let me go. Let me. I need to go get a statue. I need honey. I need sugar. I need all of this stuff because she here. She right now. My whole life now is going to be dedicated to Oshun because I saw a bee in the sun, in the sky. Are you sure that's Oshun? Are you sure that just, that just wasn't the sky and a bee just happened to float across and that, you know, that things happen. You know, it's not always this miracle. I hate to break it to y'all like that. Spirit, spirituality is not always this miracle. But let's just say, for instance, that it was. It was. 
that does not mean that you run in that moment and you dedicate every single portion of your life to something just because you think that's what it is. I'm not like that with spirit guides. I will not be used by any spirit or trickster spirit masquerading as something else. If you are who you say you are, you're going to show me. And I don't want one sign. I want multiple. You want devotion from me? Because when you, when a spirit guide comes to you, the reality is the devotion is lifetime, my people. That's why I look at some of y'all crazy when you tell me about 13 different things that you're worshiping. I'm like, you know, it's hard to find time for the ancestors. And you, you telling me about 13 different deities in your house, say shout out to you. I'm glad that you have all of that time. When do you work? I'm not like that with spirit guides. Okay, you gave me a sign, now give me another one. Because if you are who you say you are, and if you really are here for me, and if you really want this from me, because this is a lifetime commitment, and you, you want me, right? Show me you are who you say you are. Until then, I'm not moving. I'm not moving. We are still cultivating our space and our companionship together. It takes time. I don't expect St. Francis to change every single thing in my life and you just showed up a few months ago. I mean, let's be serious now. You all put God expectations on spirit guides. I say that again. Stop putting God expectations on spirit guides. They're not God. They were sent from God to guide you and to help you not i saw b last week that's oshun and now you are in charge of it changing my entire life because if it's really who that is how much time have you dedicated to her how much time have you spent in devotion with her how much time have you spent getting initiated how much time have you spent at that altar with her how much time have you spent talking to her when you just went for a walk when you were just sitting at work and you were having a bad day and you needed somebody to reach out to, how much time did you acknowledge her and invite her into your life before you put up this grandocious altar and threw all of your God expectations on a spirit guide or a deity and said, okay, now fix it. And for those of y'all that have been touched by a saint, Aloha, an Orisha, whatever, good for you. Praise God. You have an addition to your spiritual court. But let me tell you the reality of that. You are only going to get from them as much as you put in. And if you want to destroy this opportunity by boxing it in the space of some give and take relationship, you're going to miss out. You're going to block yourself from a lot of potential blessings and a lot of potentiality of abundance. You're really going to box yourself with that. When these gods show up to you, when these deities show up to you in your life, do not expect all of this miracles within three months. 
you wonder why some of these priestesses or people that have been doing this for years get these amazing blessings from their spirits. They've been working with them for years. 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 Never miss the Monday. Never miss the Sunday. I've given. I have loved. I have cried. I have had daily devotion. I have fasted. I have prayed all of these things. And we have been in communication. We have been in companionship for decades. This is why when I call out to St. Anthony, it's done. This is why when I take the simplest apple to the water for Yemaya, everything is transformed. I've been with her. She's been with me. We've been companions for years. And I don't beat up on you new spiritists a lot, and I never will because it's too much of that going on. But just like I check a lot of my older practitioners, today I'm going to gut check you all because you guys are the biggest culprits of this. Give it time. They showed up, and yes, they are going to help you. They're going to work with you. They're going to love you. They're going to do all of those things, but it takes time. Show yourself worthy. Show yourself accountable. Show yourself vulnerable, authentic, that you're not just here to spend time at the altar. You are here to bring the ancestors, your deities, your loa, your orisha to your table. Wherever I go, they go. They want you to reek of a happiness and of abundance because they are assisting you in your life. You think a spirit guy wants to work with you and you constantly depressed and can't say nothing good about them? You egotistical fool. Do you think that you are the only person that this God has reached out to? That their powers come from our love, our petition, and our prayers. Therefore, they don't only need you. As a matter of fact, they don't need you. Be happy. You want to transform that relationship into a companionship? Be happy. Why would somebody want to go and work with your God if your life looks like shit in shambles? You never have anything happy to say. You never have anything abundant to say. I say you're probably not working with who you say you are because if you were, your guides want you to be happy. That's the whole purpose of this is to pour abundance, love, and protection on you. They want you to have a happy life. Why would we serve? Why would we work with? Why would we have this companionship if you were not bringing goodness into my life? I am not giving offerings to anything that is not bringing anything into my life, but love, joy, peace, prosperity, and all of those good things. If that's not what you're here for, you are not welcome in my space. I control what I allow into my temple, into my space. And just because you come calling does not mean I have to answer. Stop letting yourself be used spiritually. I bring this home to say this, why this is so important. Think about it like this. If source, the creator, whether that be God, mother nature, whatever source or creator is for you, 
I want you to think about that. What if they came knocking at your door right now? Would you only allow them in your living room? Or would you allow source, the creator, mother nature, God, Jesus, whatever, to have free roam of your house? Because I would. Because that's what companions do. You got certain people that come to your house that you don't know like that. You may have a relationship with them, but you know, you need to sit in the living room and please don't be wandering through my house, period. And then you have your best friend, your companions who come in your house, throw their shoes to the side, go in your refrigerator, hop on your bed and turn the TV on. You got those type of friends too. And you okay with it because you're friends, your companions, you know, you love, you trust this person. Well, wouldn't you want the same relationship with source, with creator, with your deities, with the spirit guides that you serve? What if you knocked on the door of the creator's house? They let you in, but you were only allowed in the sitting room. You couldn't roam. You were you were like a like 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 a temporary guest in their home. Would you want to be treated like that? No, I want to go in your refrigerator. I want to lay out by the pool. As a matter of fact, fix up the guest room. I'm spending the night. I am here. I'm here with you. I don't want to be restricted in the creator's house. I don't want to be restricted in my ancestors' house, nor do I want them to be restricted in my house, in my temple. I'm going to land here and I give you all this message out of love in hopes that you will reflect on how you are treating your current situation. Are you forming temporary relationships with your gods? give and take relationships with your ancestors false relationships with your deities or are you forming companionships are you allowing time to run its course so that you can be vetted so that you can vet these spirits and make sure they are who they say they are to form companionships consistency, balance, a flow of energy that never ends. Because when you let a spirit guide into your life, the hope or my hope is, is that you're letting them in for life. You didn't just Google something and you saw a couple of nice pictures and, oh my God, this looks like me. And I, I feel you and I relate to this and they're going to be the love of your life for the next eight months until you find somebody else to play spiritist with. Someone else to do art projects with. Someone else to set up a, a another temporary altar for, right? You put that altar up, you don't tear it down. My people, I send you out today as always in love, light, wisdom, philosophy, with hopes that when you go back to your altars today, when you step out into the world today, that you start practicing more daily devotion 
that you start inviting your guides to your table with you instead of just keeping them in the space of your altar. That you start forming these bonds that are everlasting, that are forever, that you are going to take with you until you take your last breath. Companionship. Someone that's going to travel with you in this life and into the next. Companionship. Someone that's going to spend time with you whether things are up or down. Companionship. Someone that's going to be there for you regardless. Not giving take, but companionship. I want you all to form companions. Company with you. Not Temporary guys that's going to show up and pop up when they want to. No. If you say you here, be here. And if you say that you're going to take care of them, then you be there. My people, you are strong whether you believe it or not. You are powerful whether you want to accept it or not. You come from the best of the best, whether you knew it or not. And the blood that is flowing through your body is divine, whether you can feel it or not. You come from the best of the best. Magicians, theologists, kings, queens, doctors, lawyers, so on and so forth. And I send you out today in abundance. I bless your hands. May they be like the Midas touch. May everything that you lay your hands on may it manifest, may it materialize as if it were gold. I send you out in protection, my people. And with that, I release you into the atmosphere. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hoodoo and Chill. Remember, you can sign up for classes by utilizing the link in the description to go on our website and register. And as always, donations of love keep our podcast alive. Thank you, and we'll see you on the next episode.